This is the Territory Story Podcast with Leon Logan-Nathan and Peter Gowers. Thanks to Ward Keller, the Territory Law Firm. Hello and welcome to the Territory Story Podcast. My name's Leon Logan-Nathan. With me, my co-host Peter Gowers, who's going to make some sort of wise crack in the first five <laughs> seconds watch. <laughs> welcome, Leon, John Laws, Logan-Nathan. How are you? <laughs> Good, mate. But I hope this sounds better for you and for the audience. <laughs> Yeah, we've really stepped up the game, haven't we? For, for a couple of bozos doing this for a lark, this is uh, getting very professional all of a sudden. Well, everyone's <laughs> going to know what a tight ass I am now because um, we're, you know, it's taken almost 250 episodes before I actually <laughs> stuck my hand in my pocket and bought some gear for this thing. <laughs> well, you've gone straight to the top shelf. Well done. Well, thanks to you, mate. You, uh, you're the one that did the ordering, although... Um, you know, uh, don't blame me, blame Amazon Prime. Uh, yeah, well, it'll take a little while to turn up, but that's okay. Uh, I have no idea how this sounds, so it'll be interesting when we, when we put well, it on the. If it records how it sounds to me, right. um, I'm going to get asked who the new co host is, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, mate, uh, let's get cracking. We've got a new guest, someone I don't know, uh, you don't know. But uh, he certainly has got a, a familiar ring in terms of his um, occupation and his uh, his restaurant. Um, so I've definitely heard of that. Um, but what is uh, far more intriguing for me at the moment, and I think for you too, is his accent. So uh, mm. I don't think we've had someone with this particular accent on the podcast. So no, uh, <laughs> it, uh, I'm, I'm very excited to introduce you and our listeners to Maxime Camper. Hello, guys. How are you? Good. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for inviting me, Leon. So uh, first of all, you need to tell us, how did you find out about the podcast? Because I know that you, the way you and I uh, got into contact with each other was you left a comment, I think, on one of the LinkedIn posts at one stage. Yeah, exactly. So <clears throat> my wife, she she introduced me in this podcast because she she saw it a bit the video you guys were doing. And uh, and she sneakily put me into it. <laughs> so 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 I, 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 I checked a bit what, what you guys were doing and I find that like very interesting to let the the, the I can say the 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 voice of the people a bit like come from overseas to express a bit themselves about their experience or how they come in Australia. Right. So yeah, I find that like very, very interesting at this point obviously. Okay. So first of all, you need to tell us about your accent. Uh <laughs> <laughs> it's well, my accent, different French accent, but uh, you are, are you all from France? Yeah, I'm from France, but so that's true. Like uh, that's that's pretty funny what you say, Milan, because my wife she thinks I have a strange accent for even if I'm French. <laughs> 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 so so yeah, that's she always asks me like why I don't speak like my mom and and my sister, which they have like a certain level of English, but probably like not like mine. Actually, my mother she probably speaks better than me, but <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't know. It's probably like a strange, you know, accent from the bit like all of the the country I've been. So 
because before coming in Australia, I was in England too. So I don't know if that's certain influence or not. Uh, what about in England? I can't really tell. Uh, I was in London. Okay. In London for two years, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I found um, when when I was overseas, particularly in the Middle East, but you get it in Asia a bit too, and and mm. you meet the, um, oh, I guess the kids whose parents are fairly wealthy. Um, I always used to find it off-putting when I'd meet an Arab uh, with a Liverpoolian accent or a Manchester accent because that's where they'd gone <laughs> to school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They have like a, yeah, they have like a different accent. But I think in London that was. Um, um, I mean, especially for for London, especially for what I was doing because I was a chef in, I mean, a sous chef in the restaurant, mm. and um, <clears throat> let's be honest, seventy percent of of the workers over there are, are foreigner, so they are not like British, uh, not all of them. Yeah. So they <laughs> they all have like a broken accent. Like yeah, me, yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> so so when you work with there yeah, with Filipinos, with uh, Italians, with Spanish, with uh, other French people, probably have the same level of English as me. Yeah. Um, our only way to communicate that's in English, right? Yeah. But with a certain level of English, you know. So we just like try to balance ourselves, <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's probably why, you know, that's probably why. But London, yeah. that's very, um, well, we can say, uh, cosmopolitan, and and you you, you you literally can find like any kind of accent. So that's probably why I think, obviously, London, that's England, yeah. but that's not the the. the um, I mean, for. Not for I do I'm I'm gonna say the people like me, but that's not really what I would like say. Um, <laughs> for the for the for the <laughs> for the strangers, um, which we kind of evaluate with a certain level of English, we we stick together because that's probably easier for us to communicate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. We probably yeah. we probably we probably have like uh, this kind of very broken English accent. So that's probably where that's come from. So uh, <laughs> out of the fire and into the pan, going from the uh, Cockney accent to the Aussie accent. So um, the Aussie accent, uh, listen, that, 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 that's funny because um, I think I put my feet in England when I was probably like six years old just for one week. But I start straight away when I had like uh, – 25, 24 years old, straight away to Australia. Yeah. With a, a, a base of English extremely poor. <laughs> 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 Do you know? Yeah. And, uh, and so I start with a, with a difficulty straight away. So, yeah, yeah. I, I think the, 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 the Aussie accent uh, came. Uh, I mean, I'm not pretty sure I have the Aussie accent to be honest. I don't know. Probably mm -hmm. I, I I don't know if I have or if I have not, but uh, but uh, that's probably when I start to to meet my future wife when I when I when I actually get this accent. Yeah, right. Just uh, when you're having an argument, you know what she's saying. Uh should I tell? <laughs> <laughs> um, when I have an argument, no, no, no. I, I, 
I'm pretty, I'm pretty, I'm pretty soft of, of my arguments. So okay. I'm probably going to swear, swear in French, you know, easier for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably softer for the ears too, you know. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, it's basically, yeah, I know. it doesn't matter I what know, you I say know. in French, it sounds good. That's the problem. <laughs> you think? It can be being completely <laughs> offensive and it sounds very suave. And <laughs> okay, maybe we can try tonight, but yeah, I'm going to get myself control. <laughs> so let's go back to uh, to your place of birth. I mean, you say you're born in France. Whereabouts in France? So I'm born in, in Normandy. Normandy? Uh, in, right. Yeah, mm. in, the, in the city called Le Havre. Mm. That's pretty much less 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 sexy actually. Le Havre, that's enough for France. So we have a strange accent over there, but but uh, but I love that? this accent. How do you spell um, that? H A V R E. Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, and uh, yeah. Basically, I'm coming from there. Um, is um. It's not a big city. There's not uh, a massive city too. It's pretty much like uh, the size of Darwin, actually. Oh wow! Okay. And um, and yeah, yeah. That's that's. I mean, <laughs> that's a curious city because uh, this city has been destroyed during the Second World War, like probably yeah. for the eighty percent or something like that. So I've been absolutely rebuilt uh, since then, but with the the. <laughs> The, the material from 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 this time, no? So that was probably uh, concrete. Yeah. So that's not an attractive city. It's pretty grey. That's very that's very ugly. That's pretty much like drilled on the same um, on the same um, aspect than the North American city, basically. You know, like very stray with road. Um, yeah. You know, uh, square. If I can say it like that. Yeah. And uh, and uh, and yeah, yeah. So that's not very attractive. That's probably why Rebecca, my wife, when she came in France like two years ago, she was probably like <laughs> <laughs> she have a deception of of an aspect of French because she, yes. she had to come here. But but I love my city anyway. I will be like always. Yeah. yeah. Uh, be, be, be behind that. So yeah. So it was more it was more built for functionality because it had to be rebuilt rather than pretty looks and and um, yeah, yeah exactly yeah 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 yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean when I say eighty percent that's literally eighty percent so all of all of the the, the city have been completely destroyed and they have to to rebuild it very quick because yeah. because because they were in need on that you know yeah, yeah. so. Um, so it uh, so, yeah. it has some similarities with Darwin then because uh, Darwin also had to be mm-hmm. rebuilt many years ago. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah, because of the cyclone tracing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. So there is like a, that's probably why I'm here as well. Maybe yeah. I'm a bit more <laughs> Sister <laughs> comfortable because, yeah, exactly. You know, it's probably a destiny. I don't know, you know, but uh, but uh, that's probably why I'm, I'm feeling comfortable as well in this city. Yeah. Absolutely. When when uh, you said your, your accent was a bit funky earlier, I was thinking maybe it's because uh, you're from a regional part. But you you could have used that had you not told us the bit about London before. Uh, yeah, <laughs> what do you want me to tell you about London? <laughs> so so just to get this straight, it's H A V R E. Is that right? Yeah, Le Havre. And, and how do you like pronounce L-E? that? 
So Havre. Havre. Without right. the H. And, uh, yeah, with and, an H. Yeah, yeah. and it's famous for the Museum of Modern Art. Uh, Andre uh, Malraux. It is. It is. It is. It is. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it is because because one of the famous painter actually uh, uh, probably one of the world famous painter used to love this city actually I don't know if you know uh, Claude Monet yes of course yes. we do yeah, even I know him yeah <laughs> so, 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 so yeah yeah so he used wow. used to be in love with the city and, and he didn't establish himself obviously but he, he used to spend quite a lot of time over there yeah. Wow. And it's uh, <laughs> and it's got a big port as well, right? It is, yeah. That's the I think that's the third biggest uh, import and export port in in um, in France. After, uh, if I don't say bullshit, sorry, I shouldn't say that. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, after Marseille and Dunkerque in the north of France, so yeah, oh. it's very important. That's a very important export and import port for France, actually. Yeah, what, 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 and Brest as well. So probably the fourth. What specifically gets imported and exported from there? Like, is it certain goods, or is it just the size that makes it important? Uh, no, no. Actually, I think that's. Um, um, to be honest, I don't really know about all of that. <laughs> but uh, but uh, but uh, uh, but yeah, yeah, there is like a, a big um, a big container boat coming like every every day or every week, you know, for, right. for with full of merchandise for transit between my city and uh, and uh, and the capital. Okay. So, I think that's. Yeah, I think that's pretty important part yeah, yeah. <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> so uh, I'm always interested in, in families. Your family? Um, do, do you have any brothers and sisters? Yeah, yeah, I have uh, one sibling. Yeah. Um, my sister and I have like two. Uh, I mean, I have one sister-in-law and one brother-in-law too. Step sister, sorry. Step sister and one step brother. Right, right. Okay. That and, was, and sorry, I, was getting, I was getting funky there for a minute. <laughs> 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 and your parents were born there as well? Are they from that that region normally? Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, I mean, no, no, actually my, my mom and my and my dad did not come from uh, Normandy. Right. My mom um uh, she grew up in the Pyrenees, uh, in the border to Andorra in Spain. Okay. Oh, wow. And, uh, and, uh, my father, um, was in the south of France, close to Grenoble, it's close to Italy, actually. Mm. So what brought so, them to have? Uh, probably the work, you know, because, uh, my mom and my dad were, uh, teachers for adults. Right. Like a training for adults in contabilities and stuff like that. And they met them over there for, for work because they probably, have, at this time, they were probably more work in the north than, than what you know. Yeah. So, so they established themselves over there. Yeah. And so what was it like growing up in France uh, in, in a small town the size of Darwin? Hmm. Pretty great, to be honest. I, I have nothing to complain. I have all, 
I always have like a very good souvenir about everything. So, so I, I, I pretty much like enjoy my childhood and, uh, yeah, it was very, nothing to declare actually. <laughs> like, uh, Maxime, that does really for good listening, mate. We need you to source it up a bit for us. <laughs> <laughs> you want something more saucy? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm sure no, you can no, dish no. it up. <laughs> yeah, to, to be, to be, to be, to be honest, no, I, I had like pretty much like, a, um, a pretty normal childhood, like, uh, yeah. Mm. And did you sort of like, like like when you're a teenager, was it the in thing to like, you know, uh, get on a train and go to Paris? I mean, how far is Paris from there? Uh, not very far away, actually. That's that's probably like um, 200k. So right. I would say in train because we have like you know like all of this kind of system of train everywhere in all of the cities. So that's probably one and a half hours. So that was very close. We can say like my city is like a, a long, long neighbor from Paris. Which is, yeah, we're, right. we're not related. We're not related, but uh, but uh, but we know Paris pretty well because that's 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 very close. Yeah. Okay. So, well, let me ask you this question. So we've talked about uh, you know England having different accents, you know, depending on which part of the country you're in, and of course, you know, you go to Ireland, it's a completely different accent, and going up to Scotland is again a different accent. Do they have different uh, French accents in France, depending on what absolutely. region you're from? They do, absolutely. Right? Yeah, yeah. And is it is it as marked difference as it is in English in England? It is. It is. Wow. Um, the people from the south they are very uh, south east uh, from Marseille all of this uh, blue coast as uh, we say Côte d'Azur yeah. um, they have like a, a very the accent is very marked so you're going to know exactly where the people come from just for the way yeah. they speak but uh, if you if if you you travel in the in the south uh, west, which the people have a different form of accent, a bit less um, strong than, than 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 the south is, but you're gonna you're gonna be able to to make the difference. And if you go to the north, when I'm come from, a little bit more than than close to Belgium, uh, the accent is very very different too. Is is more uh, dry. <laughs> right. I don't know yeah. how to explain that, but that's a bit more dry. But uh, but uh, we are very welcoming people in the north. Actually, so that's something <laughs> important to, to put not in because I know my 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 French people from the south think we are like a uh, a bit like a curious beast, <laughs> <laughs> which we're not actually. We 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 we're very welcoming. We just have like a. Um, a strange manners and a strange uh, pronunciation of words, but uh, but yeah, every every region has a very different accent. I will say probably I never been to Strasbourg, but that's close to uh, to you know like uh, Germany and 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 all of that. So so they probably have like a yeah a different accent too. Yeah, I think that's 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 a bit the same like in any country. Mm. in all of yeah. Europe anyway and, and part of that like any region have, have its own culture and, and, and stuff like that you know so it's like a little country inside of the country right and what about Paris does Paris have a distinct French accent compared to the rest of the country 
I don't know. That's that's uh, uh, yeah. Probably they are. Uh, they probably are. Uh, for the people native from Paris, probably a more posh accent. <laughs> 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 Before right. I receive stone from people, but yeah, yeah. That's that's probably that's probably uh, what I should say. But generally, the people from Paris are not comfortable. I mean. For the people I know, and and they're not originally from come from Paris, but they more come from the province. But yeah, people born in Paris, raised in Paris, and and live in Paris, they probably like yeah, um, this kind of little um, accent. <laughs> Posh. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that is interesting. You know, because we always, you know, we, you know, as English speakers, native English speakers, we're very attuned to the different accents. Even in Australia, you know, mm-hmm. there are different accents. Although, remarkably, for the the size of this country, the, yeah, the, the the difference in accents across the country are not anywhere as near as stark as it should be. Mm-hmm. When you compare it to a country like the UK or even the US, you know, mm-hmm. where there's such a huge difference in accents. Here, mm-hmm. I, I think unless you are native, um, unless you've, you, you've spent a lot of time in Australia, it's not easy, I think, to detect uh, a different accent. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, I, I'm still struggling with that, actually. To be honest. But, uh, that's my next step. That's my next step. <laughs> improvement. But, uh, I, I would say, no, I think I can, I can, I can detect a bit like the different accent, uh, especially from the people from Melbourne and the people from Northern Territories. Um, because the Melbourne people are more posh. <laughs> then you know that's, that, that there is probably there's probably a reason as well. There is probably a reason, but 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 I well, if you didn't but, say but yes, no. I'd be. I I know you're lying. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, but that's not saying that, that's not pejorative. What I'm saying, absolutely not. That's just the way we speak and, and stuff like that. But I would say, yeah, the the, the people in North Ontario are more, um, uh, you know. Uh, Burgundish? <laughs> no, no. You say real, not, Leon. No, real. No, do you know? Do you know? Because because I think I will compare myself in the term of accent with the people from Northern Territory. If you compare that to my country, you know, I just would say um, uh, the, the more uh, probably um, close. Something we can say the real life, not the wildlife uh, stuff like that. So you, you probably speak more open. You probably have like more space as well to speak. But that's true. And uh, and, and you speak like and, the wildlife, and, and, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know, but but uh, but uh, but, uh, but that's probably that's probably a reason too. Maybe uh, maybe in Melbourne we we have like a certain kind of manner that we, we probably don't express ourselves. Free as we can be in that's like pretty much like you know after Darwin there is nothing you know if you want to speak with wallabies in Congo go ahead you know but that's that's what it is you know and um, maybe we have yeah the people here have more space to express themselves so that's probably why that's a different true. accent I'll so talk one, to us about your one uh, piece of advice though Maxim before we go on if you when it, when it comes to guessing the accents, 
you want to make sure you know damn well you get it right before you go in and guess one because uh, they yeah. can be very, very um, uh, protective about where they're from and where their accents are from, uh, even though mm-hmm. the Aussie accents can only be subtle changes. Okay. <laughs> like, for example, you don't want to mix up a New South Wales and a Queensland accent. That, that so that's get you, you can you could be in trouble. Correct. Ah, okay. Yeah. All right, all right. So, what should be the difference between these two accents, actually? Well, I mean, if you you know, far north Queensland's fairly easy to hear, but like, you know, the difference between uh, far or well, northern New South Wales and southeast Queensland. Well, they, they could be identical. It might just be the the way they think the t- the football team they support. Ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I will come back. I, I, will, I will ask you that. Yeah, for the football team, we have like some <laughs> arguments. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, talking yeah. about football teams, um, what was your French team that you supported? Uh, so, on that. I think one of my friends and uh, the people I know here, uh, they think I'm a traitor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm for the, to be honest, I don't have like a, like a fascination for any kind of team. I just uh, wish one of the French team could be able one day to, to win the Champions League. That's yeah. true. <laughs> any team. Doesn't matter which one. But, uh, <laughs> but, um, that's 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 a very difficult question because I'm I'm following Paris obviously, um, but I also very like Lyon and if I say Marseille, the people they will like hang me on the <laughs> on the pool, you know. So, so, so mm. I'm probably gonna say uh, yeah, whatever. But uh, if we can win the Champions League one day, I will be happy. That's fine. <laughs> right, right. It's very political over there, Pete. It is. It, is. it absolutely is. <laughs> and and it can be just separated by a short geographic distance, but you want to get the answer right, who you barrack for. Hmm. Right. So your trip to Australia, how did that eventuate? How, how, how did you end up coming over here? That's happened. Oh. Um. <clears throat> Basically, at the beginning, I didn't want. I didn't. That was my plan to going in Australia. Uh, that's the only thing is like <clears throat> I, I would like to come back in Argentina at the beginning, but I would like to I would like to um, to um, improve myself in English. But I didn't choose England at the beginning just because I would like to. If I have to improve my English, I prefer improve my English on the sun. I think that's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Easy response, no? <laughs> so, so, so I choose Australia because um, because I could use um, 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 the how you call that the holiday visa. Oh yes, yeah. So, so, so I could do that. So I make all of the the. I mean, I fill up all of the the the. the, the the files for for being you know elected to be able to go in Australia and that's been I've been very quick so <clears throat> when I receive it I say okay that's fine <laughs> yeah. I let my job I, I give back my the little apartment I used to rent when I was in France and I, and I went here straight away. Uh, what job were you in, doing in Sydney? Uh, so, so that's funny because 
so when I arrived in Sydney, my, my English was very, very poor, but very poor. Like <laughs> I probably have like a few words in my pocket was like extremely hard for me to handle it. Um, so, so one of my friends actually was Mexican, uh, <laughs> received me in Sydney for, for a few weeks. Now we, we, we that's, that's strange. Oh, I end up, uh, actually it's not just like a plenty of, uh, you know, of, uh, decision I made, uh, extremely quick because I had to, you know, uh, survive. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> so 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 I probably stayed in, in Sydney for two months, and I could not find any job because because for my you know for my English and and obviously I understand as well the the owner of some restaurant they could not employ someone could not understand nothing that's a bit hard to to you know to handle so. <clears throat> So after like two months after like spending all of my money in the backpackers and, and you know, I was 24 years old too. So I did some party as well. So I enjoyed it pretty much. But uh, at some point I saw my, my bank account like <laughs> <laughs> going, going down drastically, you know? <laughs> so, so yeah, I just remember I had like uh, $350 left on my bank account and I take like a flight for going to Cairns. I didn't choose the destination because I would like to go to Cairns, but I just chose the destination because it was the cheaper one. History yeah, <laughs> <right. laughs> fun. So I just, yeah, yeah, I just, I just, and, and I was thinking as well, probably the fact I'm in the, uh, not in the big city that Sydney, uh, uh, I probably will be able to, you know, manage myself a bit better. And um, and what happened exactly after that? Uh, I, I spent my 50 bucks on my bank account. For, that was a time when you, you had to spend some money <clears throat> for some company or some backpacker place can, can, can find you some jobs. Oh, okay. They used to make that in Darwin too, but yeah. uh, but that was that was very like a fifty fifty. Or you win or you lost. That's very like that was a bit baiting, you know, baiting. Mm. And um, and uh, when I see the, the, the woman over there, I ask her, I was looking for a job. I was pretty much desperating <laughs> because I was like almost at the end of the trip. You know, after three months, that's pretty a shame. And uh, and she took me in pity and she could find me like. Um, um, an appointment with uh, with someone, the owner of a restaurant in Thursday Island in Queensland. It's very, very on the top of the, you know, like close to Horn Island. And mm. uh, it's almost it's between uh, Papua New Guinea and, uh, and, uh, and Queensland. Oh my goodness. Right. So you're in Thursday was, Island somewhere. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, so Torres Strait, exactly. Mm. Yeah. So, so I passed this interview and the thing's funny. It's like, uh, because I'm not because that was my last card to play and uh, and uh, and I have nothing. I, I choose to put everything on it. So I, when you were on the college, I I write like some stuff on my hand to respond <laughs> any kind of response the guy could take me. At least I have like one answer. You know, I have five <laughs> or six on that you know, on my on my hand. And, um, and apparently I passed the test pretty well because he asked me my name and he buy me the tickets for going there and. and and two days later, I was in Torres Strait Island, working over there. 
Wow. wow. What year was this? Ask, ask me why. That was, that was crazy. Everything happened in less than one hour. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and I was contracted. So, so, so like, what, uh, what, what year was this, uh, Maxime? Well, what was that? I was working what, what, as a... What, no, no, what year? What, what year did you arrive? Oh, so what year? What year? That was, that was in 2013. 2013, right. Yeah. 2013, so up in yeah. Toro Strait, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> after, after two months in Sydney. Exactly. And the thing's funny, it's like we, we were talking that with my wife, actually, because... Um, so 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 I, I traveled a bit, but i never been, you know, in... in the, in exotic place, like really yeah. exotic, because let's be honest, or I straight, that's, 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 uh, that's the yeah. tropic uh, full on, you know, <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and, and Sydney, it is, but you can feel yourself if you're in Europe a bit like in, you know, in, in the Mediterranean Sea or stuff like that. So the vibe, uh, you know, you're in, in, uh, in another country, yes. but you still have this, Occidental culture and this, so, so so you still have something to, you know, you're not completely lost, you know. Yes. In Torres Strait Island, I was completely lost. Ah, <laughs> yes. I arrived, uh, I see for the first time in my life, like that was probably be uh, bigger than me. Uh, I was like, wow, where I am, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mango trees uh, for me that was the mango trees I never see mango tree before I, I used to go to the supermarket for buying mangoes you know I never <laughs> see a lot of kind of stuff so so yeah that was like a big shark um, and uh, and finding as well another culture that was that was that was that was, that was pretty pretty impressive because yeah. uh, mm. because in trade as you you are in in Australia but you, you are as well in in the in the kind of islander country too you know so you you have to adapt to bit yourself with this um, a culture which does not occidental culture which does that's something different so i find that very interesting and um and there i start to improve mainly because i know ah. french people i mean improve improve yeah uh, was uh, but, but but what was <laughs> your, what was your job maxine what did you do? Um, I, I just run, run, run a coffee. Basically, we used to make more coffee. Okay. We used to make the food. We used to make like pretty much like Italian food in Torrestre Island. That was very strange. <laughs> but that what that what that what that what, that what we used to do. They know and, that uh, you weren't from Italy. <laughs> no, I think I think the guy at the, at the beginning he didn't know exactly where I come from so bad. <laughs> so that was probably my card to play, you know. Yeah. Uh, you, <laughs> the, cam- you could, the chameleon. The new guy can make the Italian stuff, uh, but sir, yeah. I'm not Italian. Nah, it's all good, mate. You're all the same. The, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's more probably something like that, you know. Yeah. But uh, but uh, but yeah, and I and I stayed there probably for three three months, three and a half months. Uh, because uh, because at some point I would like to discover something else, you know, like uh, that's just for the little anecdote. Huh? But uh, mm. but uh, I couldn't make a lot of friends this island, and my and my um, 
how you call that, my roommate, which was like from there, you know, like from, she was a Torres Strait Islander or something like that. She, she was, she used to work for a magazine called Torres Strait Island. Actually. She was a writer or something and she was not, uh, not always at home. So, so I had to share uh, the house with the, uh, you know, like this kind of little uh, perroquet or why you want to know exactly what it is. And talks to you. Yeah, the per- yeah the perroquet was funny because that was probably like the only uh, <laughs> only person at home with who I could talk. You know, <laughs> so I spent I spent I spent I spent. That's how you learn English. A perroquet called Frank. Yeah, yeah, he used to, yeah. yeah. But, well, no. you every morning and say, Frank, Frank, Frank is angry, Frank. She's <laughs> <laughs> the bird. So, you know, that was like literally, I was at this level. Apparently, the can you were speaking probably the same language, you know. So, so Maxime, um, based on what I've just listened to over the last five or ten minutes, you, you arrived <laughs> in Australia not knowing English. Uh, you lived with a Mexican. Yeah. And presumably were conversing in Spanish, <laughs> and then you learned yeah. your English from a parakeet on the uh, Torres Strait. Right. <laughs> uh, I think you did a pretty good resume of uh, what was my okay. my five first month in Australia. But actually, you know, like that. That to be honest, that's the truth. <laughs> that's the worst of all of that. Um, uh, that, that, that's that, that's the truth, but but um, but the good thing is like the the story is still because obviously I didn't stop myself to appear okay, you know I had to to go somewhere else. So, now, so there's something yeah, I'm gonna ask I, you, Maxine, I, before before you get off the island. There's something I'm gonna <laughs> ask you about the island because uh, my brother spent a few years on uh, on Thursday Island in the Torres Strait, okay. and. Yeah. Uh, he brought back to Darwin some lobsters from the Torres Strait, and they were the yeah. biggest lobsters I have ever they seen are. in my life. That's absolutely crazy. The stuff you can find over there, but just like, the, 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 listen. To be honest, um, the, 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 the first day in first day, so the first day. Um, so I remember, like, I took the fly. I had to go take. One time I arrived to Horn Island, take a bus, to take a boat, and finally arrive over there, which uh, my the owner of the restaurant, my boss, which he was a bit crazy, let's be honest, he was a bit, he was a bit <laughs> crazy, you know, like, for, 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 for take someone from overseas that doesn't speak English, work with him, he has to be a bit crazy, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, but I came the first day, he told me, like, okay, today we're not going to work, uh, we are going to the boat to make to have like a uh, oyster uh, degustation. Huh. Obviously, me, I was like, okay, let's go, you know. But uh, <laughs> but I was like, wow, what, what, what's happening? You know? And all of the wildlife, you know, you could see like you could see shark, you could see like any kind of stuff. I was I was lost at this point. You know, the first day I was like, oh my god, what's actually happening? You know? <laughs> what what is all of that? You know? And uh, and that's true. Like if you talk about seafood and and, 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 and fishing and stuff like that over there, that's, that's the, 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 the absolutely like the, the, that's amazing. That's, that's mm. sensational. Yeah. And uh, but but crocodiles as well. So I, you know I was like 
<laughs> I, I, I was I was lost, you know, my feeling that was like I was lost. I think I had to sleep like two nights for saying like where I am. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it was like yeah, it was like um, an experience of three and a half months. Actually, it was like it was quite long. Yeah, but uh, but it was necessary step to uh, you know for disconnected because sometimes you you want to improve and you want to 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 get into a, a, a new language. Uh, but when you have like <clears throat> people speak the same language than you or some stuff, it's easier. You're always going to go for the, but when that's the hardest, you have no choice. So yeah, you have absolutely have to jump in it and, and, and try to manage yourself in, in, in you don't have any choice than improvement otherwise you're never gonna have like otherwise you're gonna have to yeah have a conversation with a perroquet like me for three months you know so yeah, obviously you have to you, you have to improve yourself at some point that's force yourself as well to to uh, to discovering so i think that, that, that that's perfect that that, that was what I, I was looking for anyway you know so that's that's probably like one of the best experience that i always gonna remember yeah right and then from thursday island where where did you go next so next uh so next that was um third december because the restaurant was closed and i to be honest as well i didn't have a uh, relationship with the owner but uh, my boss which was that, that note was like uh, very good i know he was using me for some reason as well <clears throat> Because I was probably cheap as well, cheap worker. <laughs> but uh, but to be honest, huh? but uh, but um, but yeah, I and and that was the time as well for me to move anyway. Mm -hmm. right. You know, the, the, when you are especially when you are traveling like that, you, you can't content yourself in just one experience. Yeah, and amazing it is, or or bad it is as well. You 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 always probably have keep keep going for discover more because that's why that's that's why we are here as well mm. so so i went to south asia i did thailand Laos, myanmar for one a bit more than one month and and came back in australia and i swear that's interesting actually yeah. it's because um I ended up in darwin uh, uh for at the beginning, I didn't want to come back to Cairns. So, but I already have my 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 ticket flight booked for coming back. No, but in, when you arrive in Darwin, you have to recheck your luggage. Right. In between this rechecking and waiting for my flight, I went inside for smoke one, two cigarettes because I'm French. <laughs> <laughs> you know who we are. Hmm. And uh, and I took the decision to don't to miss my fly uh, intentionally. That's possible. Wow. But, uh, but mm. I don't know. Like I just I just decide to to I, you know uh, to don't make it and I miss my fly and, and instead I I call a taxi and I went to the CBD and I said okay the the the, the, the experience still going and the adrenaline adrenaline as well of the experience you know? like yes. what I gonna what I what I gonna make. What, Right. What what's gonna be? You know? Yeah, and that's, that's 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 a moment of the life you're always gonna remember, and yeah. and that's that's always like the the the, the unknowing, you know. Yes. That's the best. Mm. Yes. That's, that's that's literally the best, you know. So yes. so I arrived in Darwin, and um, 
and uh, I think like uh, like eighty uh, percent of uh, <laughs> the backpacker in Darwin, I end up in Mitchell Street <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a, a, Friday, a Friday night at <laughs> at five o'clock in the morning, and yeah. I was like, oh okay, uh, yeah, I'm <laughs> that's another world straight away. But uh, yeah, it was a uh, was was uh, was all I arrived in Darwin, and after. Um, for looking for a job and an experience that's that's other uh, circumstances as we can say mm. because um so when i when i arrived straight away i i i had to look for a job and uh i don't know if i can tell that but uh, no i think there is prescri- prescript prescription so that's all right i can tell this story but uh, mm. um i think everyone knows shall restaurant Yes, sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, so I just um, uh, arrived in the restaurant for uh, for give a CV, you know, yeah. just for looking for a job. And the person of the bar, she told me like, "Oh, uh, where have you been? We are li- looking for you. Uh, come, you start in five minutes." <laughs> 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 and I say, okay, I didn't know. And I start working like that, and I get my contract uh, working as a bartender. Uh, you know, yeah. like uh, I, I think the the person she was looking for a job after me, she got the job too. Oh, but right. they really think that was me. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and because I didn't speak English super well at this beginning, I was like, you know, I take my chance. And uh, and 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 sometimes in your life, that's what you have to do. You know, yeah. something coming. Uh, why not? You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, and and, and um, so I was working as a bartender there for I think for six months, but uh, but I was looking for another experience as well during the daytime because I just working. I was just was working during the nighttime. That's probably not was enough. Um, you know for for complete and for saving a bit of money as well on, on the side. So, uh, so that, that's funny because one of my friends, uh, when I was in the university in France, he used to work in Darwin before. Oh, in, wow. the, in, Cro- in Crocodilus Park. Uh, not Crocodilus in the, in the CBD, but Crocodilus in the, in the, uh, in, um, Berma. Uh, yeah, Berma, Berma, Berma. Yeah. Yes. and uh, and um, I asked him a bit the contact and stuff like that uh, to him. But the problem is like to get an interview, we have to call the person. My English was extremely bad, so <laughs> so I chose someone from my. <laughs> from get my, Frank to call for from my, Yeah, I mean that not was not very practical, but but listen, the, the, just like the fact to have like one relation that was good, you know, because I could yeah. put at least a name into this conversation. But the problem is like the person who did the interview that not was me, that was someone in my in my in my in my apartment trying to pass myself for me, so for Maxim, yes. <laughs> trying to get the job. It's like the school of rock and, paint. No, no, no. Exactly. You have, you have to find. You have to find a, a, anything for. And uh, and so 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 I got the job thanks to uh, one of my roommates. I think he was uh, um, Scottish or something. So shout out to him. He hear me, but uh, but that was that was that was very funny because obviously when the guy saw me on the interview, I had a different accent. He was like, "Oh, that's strange." The, 
Personne dans vos yeux. Ah, yeah, I'm a bit sick, but that's fine. I'm, I'm ready for, for doing the job. And I work in Crocodilus as well during six months. And I was uh, one of the best experiences ever. I ever had in my whole life. Seriously, that was, that was, that was very, very cool. Mm. So what did you do? Clean up the crocodile uh, enclosures? No, I was, I was, I was in charge of, uh, you know, like cleaning the park uh, and doing a bit of maintenance and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but, uh, but I could assist and I could do plenty of stuff. So we could catch crocodiles, you know, that, that was mm -hmm. like, uh, that, that's amazing for, for me as a European doing this kind of experience. There is no price for that at all. You know? So yeah, it was, you don't have like experience a, for that either, Leon. So it's all good. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't because uh, we had uh, we had uh, Giovanna Webb on the podcast a few weeks ago, uh, yeah. and and she told us about being dropped off uh, for, uh, oh, in, yeah, by a helicopter, helicopter in the middle yeah. of nowhere in wow. you know, some swampy area to pick, you know to harvest crocodile eggs. Yeah, and she was wading chest deep in these croc-infested swamps yeah. to go and get uh, the crocodile eggs. I think she said the French backpackers uh, had to go out first, though, didn't she? <laughs> uh, probably, yeah. We probably feed them before and she could be safe after, you know. <laughs> but, uh, but seriously, no, I, I never did something like that, actually. So that's like a pretty drama dramatic experience, but I've yeah. been like pretty much like, yeah, yeah. Uh, we saw professional around, so... so so seriously, it was like pretty safe for me and it was a very good experience because we didn't have just to look after like crocodile, but there is like a bunch of, of stuff over there and it was very interesting. So, so, so that's it. And, uh, and after I probably, uh, uh, I probably, I did, I met my wife during cocktail in char restaurant during the night. So that was like. I was working in the park during the day and during mm. the night I was changing my uniform for working as a bartender. <laughs> so it was pretty funny right. actually. But, uh, but uh, that's and so all I how did you, uh, uh, is that where you met Rebecca? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I met Rebecca uh, uh, making a cocktail, which I'm not was, I don't, I'm not was a bartender at the beginning. So I was a pretty shitty bartender to be honest. <laughs> and, uh, and, <laughs> And I had to ask my colleague every time uh, what I have to put in each uh, cocktail. You know, so sometimes that was a bit whatever, and and I think she she told me something that I didn't understand. Everything we, I think we met each other with with a, with a misunderstanding, and that, that was funny. You know. And but she was uh, local. She Rebecca was from Darwin. Yeah, yeah. Rebe Rebecca, she born born and raised in Darwin. Yeah, she's mm -hmm. a super local. Yeah, mm. so. So, and that's it. And, uh, and after we start a relationship and, and, and we didn't leave each other since then. It's almost eight years. Yeah. Mm. Probably eight years. few months when I have to come back in Europe because I had to work in Barcelona for, for four months. But, um, but after that, we, we have this experience in England. So after Australia, that's why I say two years in England with Rebecca. Right. Yeah. So you left oh, yeah. Darwin with Rebecca and you lived in England for two years. Yeah, exactly. What, what happened exactly is like I, I, I came back to Europe and, and I think we, we, we didn't know exactly if we could keep this relationship together. So I think we put a little stop. And when I was in Barcelona, I was working and, and we, we messaged each other and, uh, and finally she decided to come in Europe for, 
for probably a month for have a little trip together for see if we if if we can manage living together and that was amazing and after we took the decision to say uh, if uh, because she could not go in Spain because she didn't have like any visa for going in Spain but she could go in England she she, she can go in England uh, she could go in England because at the time before the Brexit obviously <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to to enjoy to enjoy uh, experience over there and, and for the French people or the European people the fact you just have like the not even need a passport but just the the identity card you can travel everywhere Right. So, so I could I could travel and work in England without any problem. Uh, so we did that uh, during two years before um, decide to come back in Australia in 2016. Yeah. So I've got, right. I've got a question about visas and passports and this sort of stuff, Maxime. So mm-hmm. if presumably uh, you, you had a French passport and uh, Rebecca yeah. had an Australian passport. So mm-hmm. now that you're married, um, do you get an Australian mm-hmm. passport and can you keep your French and does she get to enjoy the fruits of the European passport as well? Uh, normally, uh, so she can. We just have to make the, 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 um, the paper for that. Uh, and for me... Uh, I have my visa been granted, but I'm not like a, I'm not a, a citizen yet. Yeah, I'm waiting for 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 the my citizenship, so I don't have any Australian passport at the moment. Okay, but uh, but in the case of Rebecca, I think the fact because we get married in France, um, we can we can do the the you know the the formality for for yep. to to get our. Yeah. Our French passport at some point, but but to be to be honest, we 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 didn't look at that yet. Uh, I think we that not was like our priority because uh, uh, because with our Australian passport, she can travel in Europe anyway. You know, yeah, so okay. so so after that's more for living. At this moment, we probably we, uh, should get our. Uh, a French passport or something like that, but but if we come back at the moment just for holidays and stuff, the fact she have like a Australian passport, she can, she can she can travel everywhere, you know. So yeah, and it should be noted that we can't travel anywhere anyway, so it's at this point <laughs> a moot point. Yeah, <laughs> you're probably gonna need another passport. Yeah, absolutely. Like we uh, can't even go to uh, bloody Sydney these days, let alone France. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I I know what you mean. That's uh, yeah. I, I can't wait actually to 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 go away a bit and see some come back on on Melbourne, Sydney, or probably Adelaide actually because I never been. But uh, oh yeah, but yeah, yeah. and Perth actually. I'm very I'm very interested in Perth. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. That's not, never enough for me. So that's okay. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah. So, so tell me, uh, uh, tell us about uh, Pokiola. Ah, uh, my business. Yeah. Uh, so, so Pokiola, uh, it starts uh, probably probably start like uh, a year ago. So slowly, slowly, uh, trying to introduce a bit like you know um, the Pokeballs and 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 stuff into Darwin. What is that? But uh, the Pokeball is like. Um, it's like a, it's a mix between, uh, 
Hawaiian food and Japanese food. Okay. Wow. Alors, there is, there is a reason as well why I'm doing all of this kind of, of, of stuff is because I used to work for um, uh, Japanese companies uh, or in sushi or, or, or seafood restaurants uh, in France, in Spain, in England as well, in Canada too, actually. Ah. So, so I went to Japanese cuisine for almost six years. It's quite a long time, uh, and I really like enjoy everything about it. I'm, 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 I love the fact, like actually, they use like always the fresh products, uh, trying to to play with the local product. Actually, um, um, <laughs> I can say try to manage the waste and 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 try to show more the quality of each product even if it's brewed and the pokeball that's a bit that it's not something very complicated mm. but you need the good product and you need and you need to follow this kind of seasonal product when you make it and and uh, and just serve it fresh that's that's that's, that's the rule basically so so i start to do that because i think that would be like a Here we have everything for for doing this kind of stuff. We have like the sea around, beautiful seafood, amazing seafood, mm. which we should put like more into uh, you know into the page, uh, rather than using frozen products. So that that's probably why I I I, I decided to do this kind of concept and and actually for the moment we we just like uh, doing uh, our pre-order. For actually, you know, keep this kind of quality and and and, and forget about frozen uh, frozen stuff. So we, what you buy, what you what you what you order for the day after, that's the that's 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 what we got for the morning from every fish market or or veggie place. So so that's that's how that starts actually, and uh, yeah, and I'm. I'm, I'm very proud actually to to grow up actually with this project after all of this adventure and, and meeting like having doing like all of this little tour of each culture and actually trying to to adjust each recipe with with different country I, I used to be. I think that's very interesting trying to mix a bit everything. So especially uh, in I mean especially in Darwin when when that's I mean I don't know. Uh, probably notice that Leon but that's like uh, for me huh? maybe that's different for someone else but I think that's the most cosmopolitan uh, city I ever seen in my whole life mm, right you know when, I, when, I, when I'm going to the rapid quick market for doing on the Sunday for doing my groceries for doing my shopping selecting my veggies fresh from the market the, the whole world is, is there you know yes. you have African, you have uh, Aboriginal people, you have uh, Native people, um, uh, French, uh, Australian, um, Indian, uh, everything, Mexican, uh, all, all of the, the, the Latin community as well is over there. So that's Colombians. I mean, that's Colombians a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's a, uh, I, I'm very close to the, to, to the Colombian community as well in Darwin. Um, and, uh, and, uh, and I think that's fantastic for our kids, for my, for my child, actually, as well. I think that that's, that's a chance uh, unique we have actually to, you know, be part of that yeah. and be part of that and, and sharing all of that as well, sharing our, our culture, sharing our experience, sharing our point of view. And, and that's probably like that. We, 
you know, there is a lot of problem in this world. But actually, here you can meet like people from different origin, different culture, different point of view, different religion, different everything. But but everyone is there and enjoying in time. You know, so I when I when you stop two minutes and just look around, I'm just amazing. That's so it's a, where is this restaurant of yours? Is, is it? I mean, where is Poviola? Uh, we opening, we opening, we not, uh, we sharing a kitchen at the moment for producing all of our, um, of our, all of our bowls, but we opening uh, mid of September in Smith Street. Where, where is Smith Street? I was, <laughs> that's funny because it's no one sees for the moment because that's, that's, that's not a secret, but, uh, <laughs> but you can't see it for the moment because they, oh. they, they, we, we rebuilding to put everything inside, but this will be, um, Close to the McDonald's. All okay. right. Okay. I think I know where. Bubble and team. the Boyard Juice. Yeah, and the Boyard yeah. Juice. Yeah. So that's going to be there. Yeah, yeah. We're going to be on between uh, the healthy and the uh, and the fat. Right. In the middle. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> A good compromise. <laughs> A good well, compromise. That, exactly. That's great because uh, you know it's always nice to find a new place to eat, and uh, especially it's if walking it's distance, fresh and healthy food. I mean, there's a lot it of. It will uh, be. It will be, and and and, and um, my my suppliers actually, the 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 which I'm very close to, they always there actually for give the best product, and and uh, that's good to 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 have a good support, a local support. That's the most important, I think. Mm. What's your signature so, dish? The, yeah. A signature dish? Yep. I think uh, for me, classic. Huh? I will say the, the, the raw salmon uh, with the, the seven spices I use, uh, Korean seven spices actually. That's, mm. that's the best. Okay. Well. And the snapper, the snapper seven spices we use as well is extremely good. Mm. So, um, so we have a pokeola bowl and then we go across the road to John John's for dessert, right? That's a good oh, idea. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's worked pretty well. For me, that's worked yeah. pretty well. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. John John always produced like good good ice cream, so obviously mm. that's 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 a good point. You know, everything is around. So yeah. So but, Darwin um, is Darwin is home for you now. Next yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. I decide we since we come back there, um, and I cool as well. You know, took time for me actually to. You know, making friends, making my community a bit like everything um, I didn't have here always take like a bit of time, you know, but uh, but also uh, coming down, it's give me quite a lot of opportunities too, probably more than what I could have in, in another country I used to be, you know, so, mm. um, so, so, so I keep building it. But uh, but definitely yeah I'm feel uh, I'm feel related to the city at some point obviously. Mm. Well, Maxime, I I, I I do you want to um, continue down that question path, Leon? I was just going to ask: Does Rebecca work in the restaurant as well? No, Rebecca she she works as um, uh, she hates French food communication. <laughs> I actually no no we we are, I'm, I'm I'm cooking for Rebecca I'm cooking for Rebecca obviously um, um, she's working as a communication 
manager in the in the museum of Darwin. Oh, she's quite busy. Yeah. She she's she having a lot of projects as well. So okay. so she's quite a busy woman. That's good. Actually, we both have our, our different projects, but. But Rebecca, she, she's here as well to give me a hand uh, about communication because I'm, you know, I'm still struggling as well with. I don't, ma- I want, I don't want to make like any thought when I'm when I'm writing something on on Instagram and Facebook. So it's always good to have like a, a second eyes to double check, you know. Yes, yes, that's right. <laughs> and, the other, and the other question I wanted to ask you was: uh, your family back in France have they come out to Darwin? I mean, what do they think about your your lifestyle choices here? I think uh, my, that's only my mom. She came. Uh, she came in Darwin, but uh, yeah, for her, that's what that was amazing. Right. She, uh, she, she, she always like uh, repeat me as well. Like, um, then um, I choose it, but uh, but I choose I choose it well. That's good. Right. Uh, Stamp of approval. And uh, and and she. Yeah, yeah, no, but she, she, she has been here two times and every time for her when she's coming here, I can see in her eyes that's, that's, a, that's a real enjoyment, you know, that's not, that's nothing, that's not a pain at all, mm-hmm. you know, so, so, so no, she, she, she's very happy and, um, and, uh, and now I want my, my, my stepfather and my, my sister and, and the family as well to, to join me a bit, like, you know, yeah. to, for me to share in like all of this kind of experience, but, uh, when there's a question yeah, exactly and presumably you know the two times that she's been here just completely different to where she's from and what she's used to right yeah ab- absolutely yeah, yeah for yeah. her it was like uh there was a that was me when i came in yeah yeah <laughs> exactly yeah. Last time in, did you but, buy her uh, a parakeet to help like her she, <laughs> no, she, you know, she, she doesn't need because she, she, she. My mom actually she used to teach English uh, oh, wow. at our studio in France. So she, she, that's her actually. She, she probably pushed me more to go in Australia for my, for my, for my first trip. That's probably yep. her. She is her the beginning of 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 uh, all of this story. Yeah. But. Um, but no, no, she, 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 very, very good uh, uh, English speaker, and uh, for us, more like the, the wildlife and, and the people in CNC, it's a bit like something absolutely different than where she's come mm-hmm. from. That just like fascinate herself, you know. But uh, yeah. but uh, yeah, I bet. I'll tell you what, um, you probably must have had a very nice flatmate because, uh, in my experience, when it comes to uh, birds that talk to you generally they uh, uh, they're saying a lot of unsavory types of words that you really shouldn't be learning when you're learning a new language true but uh, I think this bird he was very educated because uh, he never teach me like any, uh, any bad words straight away and uh, and I think he, he probably have like uh, his vocabulary was poorer than mine as well. So that's why you know we were like <laughs> you got along well balancing each other. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah, yeah. It was 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 but not very quite pretty much nosy, but yeah, you know, this yeah. bird. My god. I should I should refine actually this picture one day because it's like yeah. yeah, yeah it's my yeah. Not, not mentor, you know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well Maxime, we've um We've kept things very nice until now, and uh, 
I, so I don't want to push you over the edge, but um, I, I got a couple of hard-hitting questions for you that need to be answered. And I think it's no, no better than going directly to a Frenchman to ask these questions. Question That's number right. one. I will, I will respond to you straight. Good, thank mm -hmm. you. Question number one, why can't we say champagne in the rest of the world? Uh, the Australian way called champagne in the rest of the world. Oh, sorry. Why the Australians, they come... Why the why, why you can't say or you want, yeah. why you can't sell? We're not, no, we're not allowed to call it champagne anymore. We have to call it ah because 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 um, the the appellation champagne comes from the region of Champagne in France. Mm -hmm. So you can. Even if in France, if you are from uh, another region, you can produce uh, something similar to champagne. <clears throat> yep. Will be like a um, effervescent wine. You will not be able to call that champagne. So mm -hmm. you will you 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 gonna call that um um how uh, we call that. Um, Sorry, I'm just wait, waiting for that coming back. Um, uh, Cremant. So you're gonna have to call that Cremant. Cremant. That's right. So Cremant, Cremant, Cremant. That's 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 something will be uh, the most similar than the Champagne, but you can't you can't call that Champagne because that's not come from the region of Champagne. Mm. So uh, not any people from the whole world can call that like uh, champagne even if even if those are regions from France they want to produce it they can't call that champagne so that's not just for you guys but even if you're making like a very 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 good sparkling wine I have no doubt about that and I think Australia have nothing to show us the world to 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 prove how good they are to be a winemaker that's mm. that's Pretty amazing. Actually, I'm just going to Adelaide in November for for going to Barossa Valley, which I really mm. like as well. Yeah, so, nice. you know, okay. I still I still a fan. I still a fan of you guys about wine. No problem. Good. Thank, thank <laughs> you. I appreciate that. But I, yeah, I've always been intrigued by it because, in many ways, I think they've missed an opportunity there. You know, where where a product or uh, yeah, a product I guess can um, can become the generic word for something. Mm. Then they've won the game. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. We win the game actually, but uh, we did that for us. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but no, champagne, champagne. That just because that just because that's that's the region and 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 that's the the question of appellation and and, and yeah. stuff like that. So, but you know, you, you can you you absolutely can 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 produce like extremely good sparkling wine and have absolutely a shit champagne as well. That's yeah, possible yeah. too, you know. So of course. That, that just like a uh, point of view, but yeah, yeah. The, the 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 champagne appellation is always going to call it's like oh champagne that's amazing, you know. But yeah. uh, you, you can have like find very shit champagne too. Like, <laughs> in <France. laughs> I'd love to see the label for that. Um, and the other thing is, okay. I was talking to my wife today about uh, the kids who are soon going to be going into secondary school, and uh, at one of the schools that we're looking at. They were, uh, well, they are given the choice of speaking or learning French or Japanese. And I said, why are we still teaching kids French and Japanese? 
So what? Yeah, why that's are, true. That's why uh, are we doing this? French and Japanese. Uh, I mean, for what I'm doing, it makes sense, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but uh, but uh, I don't know. Uh, I think we should let the, the, the kids actually right now to choose the language they want to to learn. Actually, that would be that would be the most uh, mm. uh, appropriate stuff to do. Huh? Uh, especially in, in the world when they when they grow up and they have access to yeah you know, stuff at our age we never we never think about you know internet for, for us that's that's in the middle of our life but for them that's that's completely part of that and they have access to way much more stuff than what we used to have when yeah. we used to be teenagers no? so so that's a very hard question I have I, I have no response for that <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I ha- I hate to put you under pressure like that, but uh, yeah. But anyway, that's look, a good. That's a good. I uh, one thing that can't be denied. I think I said this to Leon earlier, is that uh, the 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 French accent. It's um, it's uh, one to behold. Really, it uh, it stands out wherever you go in the world. And um, like I said earlier, it doesn't matter if you're being unkind, kind, or whatever it is. It's just it's got a way to it. And uh, even when you're speaking English, it still think? sounds. I do. Um, uh, you know that's funny because I was talking that with one of my friends like a couple of years ago. Actually, uh, this kind of of, uh, of French card in uh, in French country, but I'm not pretty sure that's so so so. You know, the, the, that's probably the problem. The, the, you know, the French people have as well to seem be like arrogant and stuff because they probably have that in the mindset. Like, oh, speaking French, that's so sexy uh, <laughs> and stuff like that. Which just probably is in some part, you know, I'm not yeah, yeah. staying on, but, uh, but, <laughs> but we, but we, we, but we, we, we put ourselves a bit like in this kind of, of, of consideration and we, we up of someone that's really not the case. Uh, you know, in Rebecca, my wife, when she speak, she tried to speak my language with uh, our English accent. I find that like super sexy. I think dep- <laughs> really depends the point of view of everyone. You know, yeah. You know, we because we have we, we hear the voice differently from another person as well. Yeah, true. What's her French like? A French language? What's Rebecca's French like? How, how good um, is she at speaking French? Oh, uh, she's very good actually. She's oh. very good, and we we start we start we start we start actually to speak in Spanish with Rebecca at the beginning, because right. I could not I could not speak English very well, so we start to communicate in Spanish at the beginning, and uh, and after when she she start to be with me, we 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 start to 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 communicate more and more, you know, sharing our both languages. Yeah. Uh, since now she she's a, she's absolutely able to keep a conversation with my family on the phone and stuff wow. like that. So I think oh, she never gonna say oh she always gonna say no I don't speak very well but she she does yeah, wow. actually that's amazing thank um, God for the Mexican in Sydney or you guys probably never would have hit it off <laughs> <laughs> yeah thanks thanks God to him actually he really really helped me actually in this kind of of uh, of a problem uh, uh, on, on my on my on my arriving in Sydney, but yeah, yeah. 
was, mm. a, was a good thing to, to have him on my back. <laughs> well, Maxime, it has been uh, really great chatting to you and uh, learning a bit about your story, where you're from and your culture. Um, I know Leon, being the foodie that he is, he will be uh, holding ticket number one when the restaurant finally opens. Um, you might expect a ninety-five percent discount, but he'll still be there. <laughs> <laughs> I will, I will, I will, I will. No problem. I always give some discount for good customer. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't expect any discount. I only just, I just expect good food. That's all. <laughs> uh, no problem. That will be on point. That will be on point, Leon. But yeah, thank no you problem. so much, you guys, to let me the the the, the this. You know, this moment for express myself and tell a bit my story. I think that was like pretty cool for Charlie to put that on the table. And I could remember like some details I, you know, I almost forget. So I thought that that was cool. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it's, I think it's very courageous, uh, Maxima. I have to tell you, I mean, the equivalent of what you've done is, you know, for Peter to have gone to France uh, mm-hmm. and rocked up there not knowing a word of French. And then, uh, you know, <laughs> taking a flight to the middle of nowhere. Can you imagine the French parakeet talking to me? Ah, oh, bugger it. Learn it yourself. That would be, that would be amazing. <laughs> He'd turn his back Frank. on me and say, Frank the French parakeet. <laughs> French. French. French the parakeet. I'm going to remember him. You know, I forgot a lot of names. It's a great story, Maxim. Yeah, you got me picturing the wedding guy from. I know. I could not find a picture for showing that on my yeah on my guest when we got when when I got married. But yeah, it was like one of my. You know, you know what you need for your restaurant. You know, to make it very iconic. After this podcast, you need to find yourself a nice parakeet and it needs to be sitting on your shoulder while you're getting <laughs> the food you know, I think that would be a, a beautiful trademark and I'm going to think about that later. <laughs> and, and eye patch is optional as well. As well. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for talking right. to us, Maxime. Thank you so much for leaving me, guys. That's, that's good. That was very cool. That was Maxime Campart on the Territory Story podcast. We'll catch you again next time. You've been listening to the Territory Story podcast with Leon Logan Nathan and Peter Gowers. For more episodes, search Territory Story podcast on all leading podcasting platforms or go to territorystory.com. The Territory Story podcast, thanks to Opie Dennis Digital Marketing, your local digital marketing agency.